0: Hi everyone, this is Daniel Williams, Senior Editor at MGMA, back with another MGMA Week in Review podcast. You may notice this week that my co-host, Colleen Luckett, is not here. She has got a really exciting project that she's been working on uh, for MGMA. There's going to be some great new content coming out during the month of February. So as I'm recording this, it is Friday, February 2nd, and want to welcome you. Uh, to this episode of MGMA's Week in Review podcast. So let's just get to our first story today. In this week's MGMA stat poll, medical group leaders were asked how their organization's use of contract and locum tenens work would change in 2024 versus 2023. There was a solid majority of 60% who reported these levels will stay the same, while about 1 in 4, or 24%, said they're going to be spending less this year. And finally, about 16% of respondents noted they will spend more on contract and locum's workers than in 2023. So where are the roles needed? Among medical group leaders who expect their contract and locum tenens work to expand in 2024, most of them only cited the need for locum's physicians, with only a few focused on temporary help among physician assistants, nurse practitioners, and administrative workers. Among respondents who noted they will use fewer contract or locums workers, the range of needs was more varied, with medical group leaders focused primarily on finding radiologists, technologists, hospitalists, nurses, and OBGYN physicians. And then finally, within the majority of respondents whose levels of contract locums work is likely to remain unchanged in 2024, the top positions sought were physicians, PAs, nurses, administrative staff, sonographers, and radiographers. And as you've heard me say many times on this MGMA Week in Review podcast, when referring to MGMA STAT, Your contributions are vital to MGMA's ongoing work to provide great resources, education, and advocacy for medical group leaders. And if you want to be part of this effort, it's really easy. Just sign up for MGMA STAT and make your voice heard in our weekly polls. Here's how you do so by sign up by texting STAT, S T A T, to 33550 or visit MGMA.com slash stat. Polls are sent to your phone via text message. I'm part of that group. I don't vote because I'm not a <laughs> in a medical practice, but rather work with MGMA. But it's really easy. I get uh, a text on Tuesdays reminding me uh, what the poll is going to be this week. And then on Thursday, I get a second text. I can click right through to it and read the results of the MGMA stat poll. It's just that easy. So now let's go to our second and final story for this week. This story comes from our government affairs team in Washington, D.C. Due to political factors related to funding the federal government, Congress has yet to enact a fix for the 3.37% Medicare physician payment cut that took effect on January 1st, 2024 despite collective efforts from MGMA and other healthcare organizations. The government affairs team says they remain hopeful that a fix will happen in the near future. Addressing the 3.37% cut to the conversion factor remains MGMA's top priority. In addition, earlier this month, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services finalized its prior authorization and interoperability rule, making numerous changes to the prior authorization process for Medicare Advantage and certain other health plans. With prior authorization continuously ranking as the most burdensome regulatory issue facing medical groups, we're supportive of this rule, which will help streamline and standardize the process. Many of the provisions go into effect in 2026, such as reduced timeframes for payers to make prior authorization decisions, requiring payers post certain prior authorization metrics on their websites. Also requiring requiring payers to provide a specific reason for denying a prior authorization decision. Other provisions related to technological standards for transmitting prior authorization information must be implemented by January 1, 2027. This final rule is an important step towards MGMA's goal of reducing the overall volume of prior authorization. If you want to keep up with the latest government affairs news, go to mgma.com advocacy. Before we go, I want to make you aware of an upcoming webinar. This webinar will be February 15th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's titled Recreating the Wheel, Modernizing Hiring and Retention Strategies with Remote Employees. I had an opportunity to interview one of the hosts and presenters uh, of this particular webinar. Ahmed Donawalla. He's Senior Director of Sales at EDGE, and he's got a really interesting story. We have an upcoming podcast uh, that should be out next week. Then if you've joined the webinar itself, uh, you qualify for continuing uh, education credits, and you can get your questions answered in real time from Ahmed and Veronica Villarreal, who has been a podcast guest. She is Chief ambulatory officer at dhr health or this webinar is going to be february 15th at 1 p.m eastern time again the title is recreating the wheel modernized hiring and retention strategies with remote employees there's some great strategies here on how to expand your staffing needs to the global environment and uh, the presenters in this, uh, this webinar have some great strategies on how to make that happen. If you want to sign in and register for this webinar, you can go to mgma.com slash webinars uh, right there on the MGMA site, and you'll be able to, to connect and register for this event. This is going to do it for this episode of MGMA's Week in Review podcast. We will have our co-host, Colleen Luckett, back uh, and get that dialogue going and hear more from Colleen's insights in our next episode. Until then, thank you so much for being an MGMA podcast listener. If you like the work we're doing, please consider becoming an MGMA member. Learn more at mgma.com slash membership.